This is your Week in Gaming Minisode 1, recorded for the 22nd of December 2023. With the Game Awards behind us and Christmas on the horizon, Andrew and I take a moment to reflect on our favourite games of 2023. This is your Week in Gaming Minisode 1, recorded for the 22nd of December 2023, where we usually bring you the latest news from the world of gaming. However, it is, of course, the festive season and uh, we're taking a break from long episodes so we decided we'll give you a little bite-sized chunk of information thrown at you just to keep you talking about gaming during this uh, time away. Uh, I am Sam and of course I've got Andrew with me here again. Say hello Andrew. Hello everybody. You see it's so nice to not be in control and just to sit back and relax and let somebody else take the reins for a change. Yeah, I'm wondering if, if there were people that like heard that intro and went, whoa, what happened to Andrew? And Andrew has changed. There's a new Andrew. No, it's not. Sam Look is, at uh... me. I'm the captain now. I'm the Andrew now. <laughs> Sam, Sam, you are literally that meme. Look at me. I'm the captain now. No, Sam, Sam's in charge. It feels great, but I'm still here. And uh, I'm looking forward to just the little chat that we have uh, on the games that have come out this year, pretty much. Yeah, so in our last episode, you guys will remember, we did a bit of a wrap-up of the Game Awards. Uh, that took so long to get through. Uh, there was just so much to talk about there. So and much. So much, man. And I saw an article from uh, Nag Magazine. Shout out, Nag. Well, I say Nag, like magazine. It was one of the online things. But uh, mm -hmm. a bunch of the editors, they came up with their you know game of the year 2023 and a runner-up right personal thing like not necessarily i think this should have won but just this is the game that i think for me was like my favorite game of the year and i thought okay well you know what for a mini sode that might be a pretty damn cool thing to do so that that's our topic for today yeah it's it's i mean when it comes to people's opinions about games and things, you we all know how people are with their opinions and stuff. <laughs> some people are very strongly opinionated. Some people are just free birds and like you just let it go. It doesn't matter, whatever the case is. But we over here are very opinionated. Right? <laughs> I say I, I say this like we are like when it comes to games. I mean, everybody's got their own sense of taste. You know, the, yeah. some people enjoy their own things. Some people enjoy other things. Like you. You know, Baldur's Gate was great. You, it's not a game for you. And that's why you don't, you know, you don't say much on that, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, and with that, I think we can dive in. Uh, Andrew, if you'd like to go first. Yeah. So, I mean, just talking about our two games, you know, I mean, I don't even know if I should, st I, I could start with number one because I think everybody kind of knows what my number one it's game diablo is. isn't it yes it is it's diablo <laughs> everybody knows it uh, diablo was such a great game on launch it was such a great game it's clearly had no issues whatsoever and <laughs> and won so many awards so why would it not win my prestigious award right no no uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely Baldur's gate 3 and i mean we're not going to harp on it too much they've won so many awards they've won so many different nominations from uh, big organizations to uh, publication uh, houses, giving them awards. And I, I think all of that speaks for itself. I personally think it's probably the best game that has come out this year. I've loved every single minute I've played it. Uh, my Steam uh, awards, uh, I don't know if you have gone to go and check your Steam uh, like wrapped, kind of like how Spotify do their Spotify wrapped thing. Steam yeah. has done a similar thing. And it was 25% of my total gameplay this year. 
I've played 18 new games. It was 25% of my total game hours. The only one that was more, which was mind-blowing, was F1 Manager 22. Oh, my God. Which was 26%. <laughs> I was like, how? Like, did I play You played enough? 18 games and 51% of, of your playtime was in two of them. Exactly. It, which was F1 Manager 22 before F1 23 came out and over the lockdown that's good well i say lockdown i mean shutdown really that's where it's going to be a lot of that once i finish bg3 in like a week's time um but yeah so like that took up most of it and i'm really enjoying it i've just started act three and i'm 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 really enjoying the game and it should be there my second one though my my runner-up and very close runner-up and which i was very surprised by it wasn't even nominated was hogwarts legacy I feel like it was a game, a full game published. I mean, yes, it's not multiplayer, which everybody... It was just a very nice single-player game that was pretty finished when it was released. Uh, no issues. Well, at least I didn't experience any issues. And it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, I spent about 45, 50 hours in it uh, to, to finish the game 100%. And I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's, the combat was fun. Uh, the story was really, really good. Uh, maybe there wasn't as much dialogue choices, but I mean, it, it, it felt like it was polished enough for you to make it feel, um, what's the word? I'm, it, it made it feel the playthrough felt unique for me. Mm-hmm. And I was quite happy with it. So, so funnily enough, I went and I just quickly did my Steam Year interview right now because I'd totally forgotten about it. And um, my top three played games, so this is not really a reflection on what my um, top games are going to be, but just from what Steam says, at a whopping 37% playtime, take a guess, Andrew. Sunhaven. No, but you're close. That was at 30%. Was that 37%, and it wasn't Sunhaven. Sims. Disney Dreamlight Valley. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know what? I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if Robbins was pretty much at the same. Uh, <laughs> the I, game I, came I'm out in surprised. September and it's thirty seven percent of my playtime. Wow, that is a lot. Uh, but again, not 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 surprised. It was actually a, a, it's from what Robin says. It's 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 a lot of fun. She enjoys it. Thirty seven percent of your Steam time, time though, Sam. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Okay, I say September. That's not quite right. It was a little bit longer, but still, that's that's nuts. Anyway, um, so into my oh, also, also, what I don't understand with the the Steam Play for those that have done it, if anybody can explain this to me. So there's like a spider graph that says you are what you play, mm-hmm. and uh, so like I'm overwhelmingly in farming sim, then magic, and I got three platformer, procedural generation, and fighting. The last category is dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I'm really unsure of... Does the, is that like dog water? Like really bad games? Is that, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Weird. That's super weird. Dog. Well, you're part dog know. then, I guess, Sam. I, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so wild. That's so crazy. But uh, I mean, 37% of your time. You know what? Considering the person you are and, you know, when we have chatted... You know, I'm actually not too too surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> it is as high as it is. I honestly thought Sunhaven would be higher. Yeah, I mean, Sunhaven at 30%. It's not that far behind, to be fair. Um, 
pretty phenomenal game in its own right. Uh, but we've spoken about that at length before. Anyways, anyways, um, getting sidetracked as per usual. So my top games of 2023, funnily, uh, funnily enough, my top game I had as Hogwarts Legacy. Um, really good. Really good game. Such a good game, man. And I think, look, you can, you can pin a lot of that on nostalgia and like childhood fancy and whatever, but it actually was a good game. And I know that there was a lot of controversy around it. And I think that um, it, that's one of the reasons that it didn't get nominated for anything and like it kind of fell off towards the end of the year and whatever. But I think that if you can find a way to separate artist from art, which is what I really try to do. I think that you can see that the game itself is made really, really well. So that was absolutely my top game this year. Um, I, I didn't play it as much as I would have liked to. Uh, my problem is that with story games, like once I've kind of gotten through the story, then I kind of lose interest. And I, I used to be like a, a an achievement hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you should see my achievements on Diablo 3. It is absurd. But it's not really my thing anymore. So, like, I play the story and then I go, neat, what's the next story? Uh, so, yeah, not as much playtime as I would have liked, but still uh, a, a really, really good game. And then for my second best, right? Now, this was difficult for me because there were a few games that I had as options. Uh, one of them being Disney Dreamlight Valley. And given how much playtime I had, it wouldn't surprise, it shouldn't be a surprise if it was in my top two, but I. I didn't want to name it in my top two um, because as much as I enjoyed the game, I don't think that I necessarily think that it's a top two game. And funnily enough, the game that I really, really, really enjoyed that I think has probably flown under a lot of radars is The Sims 4 for Rent, the, the new expansion. Uh, we didn't really get a lot of time to talk about it this like in the last few episodes just because of how crazy things were and how much stuff there was to talk about. But mm-hmm. essentially, so it's Sims 4 and you are a property owner and you rent property and you have like specific tasks that you have to do as a rental, not a rental agent, but as like, as, like an owner who is renting. Um, and I think it's so cool. It's one of those things that really feels like it should have been in the game since day one. Um, I, I really did, enjoyed it. Yeah, I did read an article about it where, like, one of the uh, the the author of it, and I think it was from Game Rent, was saying that the game feels like well, this expansion feels like something that should have been included from the uh, the get go. And yeah. hearing about it, like you know, being a property owner. Okay, first of all, we all love fantasy games. Sims is clearly <laughs> just proving that it is a fantasy game. Like you know, always being you know having energy to do things or like owning property and things like that. Clearly a fantasy game, right? Yeah. (laughs) In this economy. (laughs) Imagine owning property in this economy. Uh, But no, like uh, it it sounds really, really cool. And I hope that with the new Sims game, something like that comes in standard and it'd be like a, almost a job, I guess. Yeah. I I think that's a lot more fun. Like I remember, um, was it Sims two i think and that was one of the first one yeah sims two like business or something and you could like like buy a salon and then you would go to the salon and you would like click on a chair and be like do someone's hair or whatever and so you would you would essentially be doing the job and that was one of my favorite x-packs and i wish that we had more like that so this feels very similar to that to me 
And as you say, I hope that it becomes like more of a, a standard thing because you can do so many cool new things now. Like you can eavesdrop on people or you can like break and enter, you know, like you don't even have to be in the criminal field. You can just be like, oh, my neighbor's not here. I, I, they've got a broken door. I'm going to go <laughs> break in and steal shit. I don't know. Like it, it just, it's cool. It adds like a whole new layer to The Sims 4. So that's a really cool game. Uh, and that's, that's, that's my top two. May have been a surprise. I think especially... Uh, for anyone who knows me really well and would have thought what about Diablo and like yeah I enjoyed Diablo 4 but I think that there were just better games this year as much as it pains me to say it um it is what it is yeah I think I think season one is is really the the taint that Mm. Diablo is going to carry with itself for a bit but it kind of just comes with the uh it's it's, it's kind of with the territory uh especially gamers uh, of of late we we tend to focus on the things that are like you know what is closest to our minds is like oh season 1 diablo is so bad and that is what is going to stick with us no matter how much we play of whichever seasons that come out it's going to always be that season 1 was terrible and yeah. maybe maybe that is something that is is difficult for us as gamers to to look past but I think we were doing fine with it. If you look at things like Cyberpunk, where you know what they they, they stuffed up with the launch. It's taken them a while, but we've given them the benefit of the doubt, and they and CD Projekt Red has like fixed it. And mm. maybe Blizzard, I, I suppose it's also just Blizzard. We're like, ah, oh, Blizzard, naughty, naughty, <laughs> slap on hat, you know. And, and but we still Stockholm syndrome. We just go straight back over to. <laughs> to Blizzard games. So give it another two seasons and all of a sudden Diablo 4 is going to be like one of the most amazing games around. I'm pretty sure. Actually, Sam, I want to ask you uh, if, you know, we've got all of these other things. Any special mentions, good or bad, that you've had this year <laughs> in terms of gaming? Uh, um, ooh. Oh, you know what? Okay, so this game, I don't think it actually fully launched. Um... And I, I've actually blocked the name of the game out of my memory, which is really upsetting to me. But so when I was streaming, I would have a day where I would play demos and I found Mm -hmm. a demo for this game and it starts out insanely long winded, right? Like it starts out with these like, um, little cutscenes and people talking constantly. And then Mm -hmm. you actually get into the game and it was the most surreal strange like i've genuinely blocked it out of my memory that's how bad it was (laughs) (laughs) like i i wish i could remember what it was and i know i've removed it from my steam library it's completely gone but it was it was not great (laughs) you know what for the next episode i'm gonna go and i'm gonna try and find it because now you've you've made me want to talk about this so (laughs) what about you the bad games um what was that game? Redfall? Oh, God. Which was like oh, so hyped and Xbox first day pass, you know, kind of thing. Or day one. And it was just terrible. Same as, uh, what is it, Starfield or whatever. I was having a look at it and like, you know, thinking, oh, Bethesda, you're going to surprise. Nope. It was absolutely uh, terrible. Um, I mean, those are like pretty big disappointments, but... There is the whole of next year, 2024. We've got planned for a next episode, one of the uh, the next mini-sode to talk about some of mm-hmm. the games that are going to be coming out. And uh, they're going to be coming out next year. And uh, all I can say is I'm looking super forward to being disappointed by games again next <laughs> year. <laughs> the highs and lows of gaming. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Well, on that cheerful note, uh, that about rounds out this little mini-sode that we put together for you guys. So we did hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Please, guys, it is the festive season. If you're traveling, travel safely. And uh, we hope to see you back again next week, Friday, for our next episode. Uh, If you are celebrating Christmas, have a wonderful Christmas uh, or, you know, Hanukkah or whatever holiday it is that you're celebrating this season. And if not, have a good rest. Uh, And we look forward to welcoming you back very, very shortly. You can find us on socials at YWIG at podcast. No, not at podcast. YWIG podcast. And by email at yourweekandgamingpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Sam. And uh, you can find me on social media at Nari Mizuki. I'm Penguin or Andrew, whatever you want to know me as. And you can find me at home resting <laughs> after this entire same bro <laughs> staycation staycation hard uh, looking forward to the uh, the break and to all of our lovely listeners hope you have a blessed uh, time resting and please do get the rest and enjoy the ride that's going to be 2024 our next mini-sode will be out next week Friday so uh, we hope to see you then have a lovely holiday guys bye bye